0: Good day. I'm Peter Brook and this is Macro Perspective 26 of 2021. I'm going to talk about something a little bit different today and focus on the big breaking news story. The sentencing of our ex-president Jacob Zuma to 15 months in jail for contempt of court. As always I like to look at things from a historical perspective and it's important to realize this is not uncommon. When I looked at the Wikipedia site of heads of state who were later imprisoned it prints out onto 22 pages. The good news for Mr. Zuma is that things have changed with the times. Many of the earlier examples were executed. There was certainly a tough spell in Europe, where Mary Queen of Scots and Charles I were beheaded, followed by Louis the Sixteenth, who was decapitated by the guillotine. I focused more on the history after World War Two because there's a huge amount of arrests after World War II and it's a bit more of a modern history. And there are a couple of patterns that stood out. Obviously a lot of countries have had severe political trauma such as civil wars and military coups which caused the arrest the arrest of the previous leaders. Africa has had its fair share of this with two of our heavyweights, Egypt and Nigeria, having five and four of their leaders jailed respectively. In the East, Kenya, despite some serious problems with corruption, stands out positively with no one needing prison cells. Latin America also has a long history of political turmoil and locking up its leaders. Brazil is perhaps the most interesting due to its similarity to South Africa in terms of income inequality and with a growing corruption problem. They have arrested two of their leaders, Lula and Michael Temer. I think this really becomes a problem if you get into a persistent pattern where you get a reaction and a counter-reaction, oscillating from extreme right to left, which leaves a country with no forward momentum. Peru has jailed five of its leaders and has recently just voted, well, it's not confirmed, but it looks like they've voted for a complete outsider, Pedro Castillo, from the radical left, with really important consequences for the mining industry in that country. Argentina has moved from being one of the richest countries in the world to a perennial defaulter. They have arrested seven of their leaders since World War II. My feeling is I'd prefer to go along with the Germans who have played it down the middle, as Angela Merkel bows out with nearly 15 years in office. Perhaps the most surprising example for me was that South Korea where our funds have enjoyed a very successful overweight position recently, have arrested seven of their leaders since World War II. This is the same as Argentina, but with very different results. They have gone from poverty to a per capita GDP of $39,000, um, which is nearly two times Argentina's. So this really highlights that you can't create a lockup theory to describe the world. Looking at the history, though, there are a large number of countries which have got just one or two political errors. You look at something like Italy with Silvio Berscalini, Japan is locked up one, India two, France two. And I think these are examples where democracy and the economy was not threatened and in fact was strengthened by the show of the rule of law. What is so interesting about our case is that Mr. Zuma has not been sentenced for corruption, but for contempt of court. One of our key strengths as a country is our constitution and this judgment serves to reinforce that no one person is above the law. I see this as good news and I hope you enjoyed this slightly different perspective. Till next week.